Hi, this is Randy Landring, and this is my 73rd podcast, Common Sense and Ramblings in America. And today I'm going to be reading um, chapter 23 of my book, My Historical Postings. I am sure if you do nothing but peruse my categories and a list of my postings, you will come to the realization that I enjoy the study of history and historical characters. I have spent quite a bit of time studying and writing about presidents. I have even gone to the lengths of rating them from best to worst. My, many people will be surprised at my ratings, however, I have defended my reasonings behind each decision that I made. Some may correspond to existing rating charts. While I may be a little partial to my rating chart, I think it is the most accurate one based on revisionist writings and research. I also have an extensive library on the presidents, and not just popular biographies, but multi-volume works by respected historians and scholars. Having reviewed my list of categories, you may be struck by the lack of historically distinct ones, but you would be right in noting that seeming irreverency. I assure you, it was my intention and that I did this. I did it this way because I wanted to have more flexibility in my writing. Also, many historical articles fall into different categories, so that is what I did when I placed them there. They fit or made sense. You will find them just to name a few of my categories, Soul Series, Race Relations and Slavery, President Series, What's Wrong, Governmental and Political, both National and International, to name a few. I found out that the more research I did for my articles, the more ideas that came up for additional ones and whole new categories of postings. When I first started this blog, I thought that I eventually would run out of ideas for my articles. What is amazing is that the exact opposite has taken place. The longer I work in my blog, the more ideas I come up with. People might find it strange that I keep a notepad and pen by my seat in the living room. My wife and I enjoy watching the news as well as shows on Fox Nation, YouTube, and other live streaming channels. You'd be surprised on how much you can learn from some of these shows. I even take notes from some of them. I also take notes from some of the books I read. I use these notes not only to help my research, but also to give me ideas for new articles. Several of my longer articles have a table of contents because of their length and the number of posed parts. I currently have over 460 articles. There's no way that I can keep them all current. I, however, do my the best I can to keep my more important articles updated. My article on slavery is one such article. It is a very lengthy article that covers the origin of slavery in the world and the United States. There are a multitude of articles related to racism in the U.S. in my blog. I wrote a multi-part series on each of the major ethnic groups and how they have been treated in the last hundred years. I did this to show that black people in this country, that they are not only the racial group being treated poor, poorly. The Native American Indians, with the exception of the black population, have been treated the worst. The Chinese and the Irish were also treated pretty poorly as well. Having studied history like I have, it has become pretty apparent that we treated anyone that did not fit in a certain mold like crap. A lot of people on the left point to this tendency as a reason to destroy our country and history. I want you to know that we are not alone in history. Pretty much every country at some point in time abused the minorities or enslaved them. This is mainly ignored because it does not meet with their agenda. I investigated two presidential assassinations, that of Lincoln and Kennedy. I did so to see if I could settle once and for all if there was a conspiracy in these assassinations. I read quite a few books on the subject 
And I came to the conclusion mainly by using something that a few people have used over the last 60 years, and that is common sense. By using common sense, I found that it was quite easy to determine that there was a conspiracy in the Lincoln assassination, and that there was no conspiracy in the Kennedy assassination, as, as much as I would like there to have been one. There's a lot of data out there, but you have to look at human nature. Once you do so, you are able to come up to come to the conclusion that it is impossible just because of the sheer number of people that would have to bet in on it. There was, however, a lot of negligence involved and a lot of destruction of evidence mainly to cover up that negligence. Sure, the mob hated the Kennedys, but they were pissed more at Robert than Jack. Besides, Robert was a much easier target for them. Castro hated the Kennedys as well, but he knew that if he killed the president, his country would be crushed. LBJ was both a loudmouth and a coward, but he was also not stupid. He knew that he would have to be the first and most obvious suspect because he had the most to gain from the death of his boss. It was not the Russians either because Khrushchev liked and respected JFK, mainly because he did not rub his nose in the Cuban Missile Crisis. He gave him a way out, which allowed him to save face. Besides, he actually cried when he heard that Kennedy was dead. Certainly not the action of an individual that had ordered the assassination of another head of state. Obviously, I consider having and using common sense to be quite important, hence I use the term in both my blog and my podcast. I tend to use common sense as an investigative tool. In the next section of this chapter, I will include some excerpts from my historical postings, just like I have for my two previous chapters. And this is where I decided, remember I stated I'm not going to read each one of these postings completely, it's just too long. Um, I was only able to read half of the ones on Facebook, and that took me over 50 minutes. And about another hour to finish them up just to proofread them that I did not record. So the first one is, how does FDR compare with Biden? You'll be surprised. Um, Biden likes to compare himself to FDR and saying he's a progressive president, just like um, Roosevelt was. But in a lot of things, he actually does compare very well. Um, because um, I've written a couple of articles about uh, Roosevelt. And he was not the best president, like nobody says. You know, the top, he doesn't even make the top type five. He's like in somewhere in the lower top 10 or 15, if that, um, which is kind of surprising by some people's measurements. Um, yes, he was involved in a saving, you know, winning the war, but you know what? Um, Truman could have done just as well, probably even better, because he wouldn't have kowtowed to Russia like uh, Roosevelt did. And um, I think his sickness made him weaker, weak-willed. And he just didn't have the energy to fight as much as he should have. Um, because Europe paid the price, big time, um, for some of his decisions that were made. He was also very, he was not like um, his cousin, um, Theodore Roosevelt. He was very corrupt, very, um, yeah, he was very corrupt. His whole family was corrupt. And um, they stole a lot of money and uh, made a lot of money from his leadership. So, um, in those ways, they really compare. I mean, um, one of Roosevelt's sons was just like Hunter Biden without all the high-tech video shit. So, amazing, huh? What happened to Vice President Hannibal Hamlin? Um, has anybody heard of Hamlin? I mean, I did. I took history in high school, and um, that name was never mentioned, even though we just studied uh, the Civil War extensively. But the name of that per person was never mentioned at all. 
he turns out he was the first vice president uh, for Lincoln. Um, Johnson was not um, the first president, vice president. He only served um, at the very end when he was um, when Lincoln was reelected to the second term. He was the one who was chosen. So um, Johnson was a brand new person um, with very little experience in that arena. That's why he did kind of screwed up. Hamlin would have been a much better choice and would have followed um, Lincoln's ideas much better, more closely. We wouldn't have had such a mess. Uh, but Lincoln thought he needed the help from the South. That's why he chose Johnson. He didn't need the help from the South. He could have won easily on his own merits. Um, so he should have been better off with the same with this. When he followed people's advice and said it, and actually, I think he was a little, a little secure. It's amazing. Somebody that qualified and skilled and I listed as our best president was had some insecure problems. Security. So, yeah, it was a pretty interesting article on Hamlin. Um, was the country better off with LBJ than JFK? Um, there's no denying that um, LBJ was a much more experienced um, politician than JFK. He was in Congress for quite a while before he was uh, chosen for vice presidential running mate for JFK. Uh, so he had a lot of experience, and uh, he used that um, in good stead. Uh, for somebody who supposedly hated JFK as much as he did, he really pushed all of his policies through. So it doesn't make sense. I mean, why, if you hate somebody, and supposedly you try to kill him, um, would you go ahead and just act like nobody else is, you know, he was still in office, and do all the stuff he wanted to get done? So that's why I'm saying that's another point um, showing that he did not kill JFK. As much as the hoopla is going around. Was he a pervert? Was he a disgusting individual? Yeah, sure was. He liked to show his wanker to everybody. Men and women, it didn't matter. So, in, in essence, he was an, actually a more effective president than um, JFK was. He got things um, passed much sooner or quicker than um, Kennedy would have ever been able to do. Um, so another article down here, I'm getting a little bit further. Which assassination was the biggest loss to this country, JFK's or RFK's? And it was a close call, but after reading and studying and whatever, investigating both uh, of these individuals, I thought that Robert Kennedy would have been a much superior president than JFK was. Um, and his assassination was a much greater loss because there was nobody that followed that was good. You know, uh, Lyndon Johnson had his issues, but he actually wasn't a bad president. He really wasn't. He was a solid president, um, much more so than uh, who followed uh, him, okay? So because RFK was killed, um, we'll never know what he would have done for this country. But I think, needless to say, I think he would have healed, finally, the, um, the racism issue. Because he was a really strong proponent for equality among the races. Um, so, it was a major loss to this country when he was assassinated. Um, a stupid, stupid deal that was done. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, that his, his next brother uh, could have done a good job, too. But... Um, I think he was uh, too afraid of um, being killed himself. He, 
he thought for sure that it was going to happen. Um, and then I did another section, another little posting here, Impeachment Dissected, uh, where I discussed um, the whole concept of impeachment and how it works and um, how possibly um, why they chose to, to keep on impeaching um, Trump and all. So it's quite a lengthy article. Um, but, you know, what, what types of conduct um, are impeachable? And none of the stuff that uh, Trump did was um, impeachable offenses. It, he just got ramrodded, uh, and it's not even um, uh, funny. Um, because, uh, let me just go over here. These are some of the things that are impeachable offenses. Is the president guilty of treason, bribery, high crimes and misdemeanors, a combination of the above or none of the above? Um, that's how they make the determination of whether or not. So if it's like none of the above, then it's not an impeachable offense. And making a phone call? That was none of the above, obviously. All right, so that um, concludes um, the uh, different types of postings that I've listed in the book. Uh, but like I said, is there's a lot more in my blog. And um, I, think, I think it's, you know, I'm kind of biased a little bit, but I think it's a pretty interesting blog. Um, probably very unique and that I cover so much material and so many different subject matters um, and in some of it so extensively and um, it's just a hodgepodge basically I mean I even include my book I have recipes everything that you can come across um, so it's just um, there's a little bit of something for everybody all right so until we meet again you have a great day and take care